When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. So many of you have already donated. Uh, really, uh, we can't thank you enough. Me, Danielle, Gabe, and Ava, not here today. Uh, so many of you. Thank you very much. Uh, whether it's been uh, Olga or Leslie, Leslie Slender, our dear Leslie Slender here at the station. Some of these names I, I do recognize. Patsy Siciliano, thank you, Patsy. Juliana, thank you very much. Uh, another daily listener. Uh, the money keeps coming in, folks. Thank you very much. Once again, to donate, all you have to do is call 800-890-9088. That's 800-890-9088. Or the website, of course, wabcradio.com slash DCD. We will talk to Judge Napolitano coming up next. Bill O'Reilly next hour. Alan Dershowitz in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to Curtis Sliwa. And, of course, Alex Trayman, who joined us live from Israel in the 6 o'clock hour. Our first dysproxia, dysproxia guest this morning is a young lady named Georgia Mejia. She's a mom of two boys. You ready for this, Lewis? She has a son named Wally. He's four. And a son named Wyatt. <laughs> He's six. Congratulations. How about that? Yeah, of course, uh, Don Imus had uh, a little boy named Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt was diagnosed with dyspraxia. He's a young man at the age of four. So uh, here is... Georgia, who I believe is also live in Georgia, and she's a volunteer for our great charity. Georgia, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. Thank you so much. A, for volunteering. Danielle tells me your efforts are very, very valuable. And B, for hopping on the show this morning. Where in Georgia are you? The Atlanta Braves are in big trouble. Big trouble. Oh, I know, but I, um, yes, I do live in Atlanta, but I am currently sitting in Dallas. And why is that? I am out here for a work, uh, a, a client event. Okay, gotcha. Cool. All right, so you're an Atlanta native, and uh, the Braves are down two games to one to the Phillies. But uh, on a more important note, uh, you've gotten to know Danielle very well. You guys work together. You're very aware of my 14-year-old son, Gabriel, who's sitting right in front of me. Uh, you've got two boys, and your son Wyatt is the dyspraxic. You said he was diagnosed at the age of four, 
If you can give me the Monarch Note version, the summary quickly as to how you found out. Russell was simple. Gabe wasn't walking. He wasn't crawling. So he went to the doctor. What was the case with Wyatt? Yeah, so a little bit uh, different. Um, Wyatt met all of his major milestones. I would even say uh, he met them early. Um, He crawled. He walked on the early side. He talked in full sentences by the time he was right around the age of one. Um, We actually took him to the doctor for speech problems at a very young age, like at 18 months. And the um, the doctors told us, you know, hey, this is kind of silly. You know, 18, it's normal that 18-month-olds, you know, can't speak. Um, and we kind of thought, well, okay, I hear you, but he is speaking in full sentences. They're just unintelligible, and he could not make the sounds that a typical baby, their first sounds are, you know, da-da-da. Well, he couldn't make any sounds that required his tongue to hit the roof of his mouth. He just could not control the muscles in his mouth. So they said, you know, bring him back at at two if you're still struggling with this. We brought him back at two. And so speech is actually what led us down this path of figuring out that he was dyspraxic. We maybe otherwise would not have known this because we just thought he was, you know, a a funny little clumsy kid. But the following he fell a lot when he was little, but we weren't overly concerned. We just thought, you know, he was a little clumsy. Yeah, you know, Gabe uh, fell a lot uh, too. And uh, in fact, I'll never forget the one time we were at a pool in Fort Lauderdale oh and Gabe went down. And we actually had to have the paramedics come. We, we, we really weren't worried that he was, you know, suffered a major head injury. He didn't thank God. He wasn't even concussed, I don't believe. But he had uh, some of the same issues. So where is Wyatt today, uh, years later, compared to where he was when you first found out all this? Yeah, he is just doing incredibly. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why I want to um, why I want to help the foundation and make things easier for other parents because I have been able to witness or are fortunate that he was diagnosed so young and that we have the knowledge that we have because – it's what these kids are capable of doing if they're given the correct type of support. I mean, my son, you know, learned how to throw a ball, learned how to catch a ball, learned how to ride a bike, learned how to swim. Wow. Um, he participates in any sport that he wants to participate in. He he loves it. Now, it requires a tremendous amount of additional help from us, or thankfully we have found the right coaches and the right teachers, and we've been able to tell them what dyspraxia is and how it affects the way that he learns and processes information. Um, and when we find the right teachers and coaches, you know, they help break down the steps for him so that he can digest the information. Um, but it is definitely not, you know, dyspraxia is not a thing where kids cannot do these activities. They just take a little bit more time, and they need someone who is going to be patient and knows how to break the steps for them. So Agreed. Doing well. Yeah, clearly Wyatt and Gabriel are perfect examples of what you just talked about. In, in the closing 30 seconds, uh, Georgia, you agree that, uh, at least I believe, that dyspraxia is wildly undiagnosed here in the United States. Yeah, I, I all self-taught through other parents, in fact. It's, even his um, pediatrician now, uh, we've asked, do you have other dyspraxic patients? And he said, no, not that I'm aware of, when in reality, he probably sees dyspraxic patients every day.
Wow. Well, Georgia, listen, thank you so much for the volunteer work uh, you've done. Congratulations to your son, Wyatt. You sound like a, really a terrific lady. Have a safe trip from Dallas back to the state of Georgia, and uh, we'll talk to you again very, very soon. This was a great conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. That's Georgia Mejia, and she is in Dallas, but an Atlanta, Georgia native. Her son, Wyatt's got dyspraxia, like our son, Gabriel. Thank God he's doing great.